Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, celebrating its 75th anniversary. Sherm Conference and Expo is back, this time in fabulous Las Vegas. And joining me on the show today is Jim Link, CHRO over at Sherm. Listen as Jim shares his take on the event, what folks can expect at Sherm Annual, and a whole bunch more. So, Jim, you are super famous, but for those who maybe don't know you, if there are any people out there who are not aware of you, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself to those folks? Yeah, thanks, Bill. So my name is Jim Lake. I'm the Chief Human Resources Officer for SHRM. And SHRM is the largest human capital, human resources association in the world with more than 325,000 members. And we are about to launch into our big annual conference. And I'm hoping I see several of our audience members there. Okay, rock and roll. Thank you very much. So the last time we spoke, and that was on the People and Performance podcast, Jim, you were you were new to the role of CHRO over at Sherm. How's it going? What, what have been some of the challenges and some of the achievements so far? <laughs> it's been a fantastic run over the last year and four or five months. Uh, you know, we really spent a lot of time focusing early on around uh, the HR tech stack and identifying some of the things that we needed to do to improve our own internal human capital reporting and data and metrics and predictive trends and all of those types of good things. And we've made significant progress. We still have much to do, but uh, a pathway there is clear forward. And I think that we're excited about uh, what the possibilities are going to be once we get all of those uh, new tools and technology into place. The second thing we spent a lot of time on, obviously, was building out and thinking about our own culture here. We have a lot of things that we do really well here, including a culture of of inclusion and belonging, a culture of innovation and learning. And we're just trying to add on to those things to continue to improve our overall engagement with employees, uh, both here, but also to set an example for what uh, other organizations should be thinking about in that space. And then finally, the thing I like to think about that we've done very, very well is we've built out a very impressive talent management organization here. Uh, we're, we're better at attracting, retaining, and engaging employees here than I think we ever have been. And that's just the great part of my job, which is internally facing. And then, of course, I have 50% of my job, which is also representing the world of human resources to uh, anybody who will listen, really. But the way I like to think about it is to CHROs, CEOs, and politicos. So it's been a busy year and a few months, and I'm looking forward to the next years ahead. So regular listeners of this show will know that I'm a big fan of the content and the events produced by Sherm. Uh, it's an awesome organization. If you're not a member, think about getting involved, folks. Uh, you will not regret it. Uh, and we're going to get into what folks can expect from Sherm Annual in just a moment. But I've got a couple of questions for you before we do chat about the annual conference. Um, before this interview today, I was on your on your LinkedIn, Jim, and I found a couple of interesting posts from you that I wanted to, to ask you about. There was one that you shared just yesterday. Uh, and, and in that post, you said as follows. 
Oftentimes, we believe having problem solvers on our team is simply a matter of training and development. Having role models and coaches for problem solving is also important. Moreover, many organizations fail to utilize coaches effectively because they don't account for the gap between understanding knowledge and applying knowledge. Jim, tell us more. Yeah, well, first of all, I absolutely believe that. And when I think about one of the things that's very, very important for not just human resources leaders, but business leaders overall to, to possess in spades is what I call critical thinking skill and capability. And of course, critical thinking skill and capability also usually leads to problem solving capability and, and on down the pipe. So when I think about what organizations should be doing, they should be spending as much time developing and coaching, not just problem solving capability, but, but overall skill enhancement in their organization as they, should, as they currently are spending trying to diagnose who does and does not have it. So it's one thing to, to think about problem solving and critical thinking skill in an organization, and it's another thing to do something about it. So my encouragement in that post was to utilize whatever resources are at your disposal to help people develop whatever skill gap it might be that you see in your organization. Certainly problem solving goes a long way toward, toward being a, a solution set for other issues in an organization as well. But that post was really meant to encourage organizations to look inside, to utilize and understand where those gaps are, and then to deploy whatever resources are necessary to help fill those gaps. Remembering that coaching and mentoring is often a very good solution set for any skill gap capability you might identify. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, We'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. In another recent post from about two or three weeks ago, you wrote, 2023 will be a game-changing year with the adoption of technology into more HR functions. And then you ask the question, is your organization prepared to keep pace? So my question for you, Jim, on the back of that statement is, uh, what are your predictions for the next 12 months as HR functions and those of other departments continue to be augmented or replaced by generative AI and, and other technology? We're talking about it all the time on this pod. What, what are your thoughts? You know, we're paying a lot of attention into the whole technology space of which AI and then, as you referenced, generative AI are certainly pieces of that to which any organization needs to be paying attention at the moment. Let's face it, artificial intelligence and, and technology in general has already shaped the way that we think about business, the way we think about society, and even the way that we think about our relationships with each other. One of the most uh, requested presentations that I give out there today is on this simple topic, how to think of AI as your next employee. And it's amazing to me how people tend to continue to think about this as something that's getting in the way of their ability to be more effective and more capable in their workforces rather than thinking about it as an enabler to their own personal performance and their organization's performance. So it is a tool. We know that artificial intelligence in general and technology will generate more jobs than it eliminates, and it will only make the work that remains more purposeful and more outcome-driven. So why not rely on technology or artificial intelligence to help do the more mundane routine things that we do every day 
and let's free up ourselves to think on a more broad, whole scale uh, approach to how we might go about doing our jobs more effectively and efficiently by using technology instead of avoiding it or being frightened by it. That's how I think about it. Okay, thank you, Jim. So between June 11th and June 14th, 2023, that the, the quiet town of Las Vegas is going to be taken over by the world of HR uh, as, as Sherm Annual Conference and Expo uh, happens. Uh, what can folks look forward to seeing and, and uh, what sorts of folks can uh, attendees expect to meet? Who are some of the speakers? Give, give us an overview, Jim. Yeah, this is going to be a super exciting next few days in Las Vegas as as we human resources practitioners and leaders invade the great city of Las Vegas. I can hardly wait to see the outcome uh, of all of that. This is going to be our largest conference ever. We're expecting to host around 25,000 individuals on site. That's inclusive of our uh, exhibitors and people who will be showing their own products and wares in our expo hall. And then we have another 10% of our audience, which is going to be completely virtual. So this is a fantastic time to be a human resources leader and practitioner. The events of the last several years have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that effective human resource capability delivers a difference in the performance of businesses, organizations, and our society. And I believe this record attendance is just a great demonstration of that. At the conference, we're going to have nine content tracks. They're the things that you would expect to, to see in a human resources uh, type of conference or show. Those include things like diversity and inclusion, of course, compensation and benefits, people and talent management, talent acquisition, of course, are all topics and tracks which we'll cover there. Um, we have several events and sessions this year, I think, that are noteworthy. We're going to launch a lot of new SHRM research around benefits, with, which really illustrates a big focus this year on wellness and what we call family benefits. Uh, we're also gonna launch some SHRM research around loneliness and the power of casual, uh, of casual collisions. So loneliness and the power of casual co uh, collisions. It's kind of hard to say, but what uh, this has to do obviously is with the crisis which we're seeing in our society around mental health uh, and well-being. I'm super excited about our SHRM labs a competition finale. We're going to have in that finale two women-owned uh, tech startup businesses who will be competing uh, for the grand championship title in our Sherm Labs uh, research finale. And then, of course, we're going to have keynote sessions from the Qualtrics CEO, Zig Serafin. We're going to have author Mitch Album there. Of course, President, former President Bill Clinton will be present and our very own Johnny C. Taylor uh, will wrap things up uh, on the final day. And of course, on Tuesday night, we can't forget a concert from Janet Jackson. So everybody who's of a certain age will certainly appreciate Janet Jackson and what she brings to the stage. And then, of course, all the current topics of which you and I have actually already been speaking, things like artificial intelligence and quiet quitting and what kind of a work schedule do we want to work today anyway, right? Is it hybrid, remote, or is it fully back to the office? But we'll also talk about and see things like a recruitment and talent retention, remote work, skills-based hiring, the skills gap, and the list bill goes on and on. If you're learning and wanting to learn more about any particular topic in the human resources space, this is the spot for you. 25,000 attendees, plus online attendees, listeners. That, that's incredible. That's incredible. What's also incredible, Jim, is the longevity of Sherm. Uh, this year, 
it's it's turning 75 so this is a particularly important and notable Sherm annual conference and expo how significant is Sherm turning 75 i think it's a super important anniversary and it could not come up upon us at a better time as we've talked about in the past bill you know this has been an opportunity over the last three to four years for human resources and human capital leaders around the world to really demonstrate the skill and capability that they have to help guide businesses forward on a progressive path. We know, for example, that the businesses have benefited best from those organizations and from those activities where that effective human capital management was taken seriously, was was considered deeply, and was were the practices that were suggested and implemented by effective human capital leaders in those re- organizations turned out to do quite well in most cases through through the pandemic. We're seeing now that trend continue because while we are certainly hopefully past, uh, at least the CDC believes we're past uh, a, a pandemic crisis in our country and around the world, we're still going to be living with the after effects of, of those times for, for the foreseeable future. Sherm's anniversary is just another chapter in a what we believe will be a, a long saga of thinking about how to best impact the world of work, workers, and the workplace. Term's been leading those efforts for the last 75 years. We expect to be continuing and leading those efforts for the next 75 years and beyond. We've worked with, with CHROs, with CEOs and politicos, We've lobbied for equal pay. We've pushed in discriminatory hiring practices. We've spotlighted the growing mental health epidemic and concerns about well-being in this country and globally. And most importantly, we've provided leading-edge research and resources to the entire business community and particularly HR leaders. We have certifications for senior-level professionals as as well as uh, traditional-level professionals in the organization. And we're actually the most credible and world-renowned human resources certification institute in the world. So there's absolutely no reason uh, not to join SHRM to help us celebrate our 75th anniversary, not just at annual conference, but throughout this year. And we could not be more excited to continue to be an effective voice for employees and employers around the world. What an excellent answer, Jim. Hey, Jim, um, we are coming to the end of this particular conversation already. What, Bill? Let's just stay on and chat all day. I know, Jim, I'd love to do that too, but we're both busy people. Uh, before we do wrap up, two more questions for you. Uh, you're going to be speaking at Sherm, of course. Uh, you're going to be you're going to be involved with a few sessions. Can you tell us some of, about some of those and what folks can expect? Yeah, I would love to. I am the executive sponsor for what's called the Executive Network at Sherm. The executive network is comprised of our leaders in the HR community who have roles of high responsibility and, um, and, and are really looking to look at specific tracks which enable them to enhance their performance as effective heads of human resources or heads of significantly large business functions within human resources. And I'm going to be opening that executive network session on uh, Sunday talking about what HR workers secretly worry about. Because what I find myself doing often in this role is hearing from senior HR leaders in organizations who have questions for our organization and specifically for me that they wouldn't dare ask anybody else. And so I've been gathering that information for quite a while now, thinking about what they're asking me about. And I'm going to share with the audience those things which, which collectively speaking, those HR folks worry about 
uh, in the greatest magnitude or, or that I hear about with the most frequency. And I think it might surprise the, the folks in the audience what HR leaders are particularly worried about and what they ask me about. And I'm going to share that uh, in an environment so that the people sitting in the room understand that they're not alone. And I think that that's going to be an important component and an important way to set the tone for learning, for entrepreneurship, and for innovation for those folks who are part of our executive network cohort for the next three days. And then finally, another topic which is very near and dear to me is SHRM's uh, Inclusion, um, uh, Equality, and Diversity Council. We call it the IED Council. We're going to be talking about how empathy partnered with learning and belonging help create workplaces that thrive. And we're going to use examples from our own uh, practice here within SHRM uh, to, to share stories from people on the stage talking about how empathy has been in action for them and how empathy can help with things like learning and belonging and how that that creates improvements in attracting, retaining, and engaging folks across the spectrum. So those are the two places where I'll be spending structured time on the stage. I, in, the, in the middle of all that, I've got a lot of things I'm going to be doing with our executive network, and I'm super excited about not just the executive network, but the entire conference, which starts on on the 11th of this month of June and concludes on the 14th. Okay, thank you, Jim. And then just finally for this special SHRM annual focused episode of the HR Chat Show, uh, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's through LinkedIn, email, whatever you want to offer there. And of course, how can they learn more about SHRM? Well, the best way to get to me is absolutely through LinkedIn. Um, I respond to most of those uh, messages that uh, I receive. And uh, just look up Jim Link Sherm in the search bar of LinkedIn, and I promise you, you'll find me. And I'm happy to connect with any of our listeners uh, out there who are interested in learning more about human resources. And then, of course, I work at Sherm, and Sherm is the largest uh, business HR association in the world. And we have an active and visible website. It's Sherm.org. Please reach out to us, become a member, and learn from all of the benefits, learn all about the benefits that are available being a SHRM member. I promise you it's a decision that will enable your career and help you and your business be more capable and more successful and increase the likelihood that you will continue that success in the future. So come join us at SHRM.org. Yeah, I'd support everything Jim just said there. Uh, it's a it's an amazing organization. Uh, it's very very well resourced. Uh, it's it's always uh, offering up new ideas and new ways to network and learn. So please do check it out, listeners. But that just leaves me to say for today, Jim Link, you superstar. Thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode. Why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette? And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.